But right now, NATO has offered to come to the aid of New Zealand and Australia if we have issues with China. Uh, NATO Secretary Jens Stoltenberg says the alliance has agreed to step up cooperation to combat China's growing influence at this NATO meeting, which we were invited along to. China's growing influence and coercion policies affect our security. This is a serious challenge to us all, and it makes it even more important that we stand together to protect our values. All right, so remember, neither ourselves or Australia are members of NATO. We are considered partners across the globe. And I'm now joined by Ambassador to the United States, former Ambassador to the United States, Tim Grosser. Hello, Tim. Uh, good evening, Kira. So this is, this is fascinating. And what I really want to know is how did NATO get involved in South Pacific uh, uh, situations? Would we have asked them, will you come to our help if we end up with a situation with China? Or was NATO already worried about the growth of China and its ambivalence towards Russia's aggression? Let's just take a step back and look at the bigger picture here. You know, no, no other per, none other person than Lenin himself said 100 years ago, there are decades where nothing happens and weeks where decades happen. And the last six weeks are exactly what Lenin had in mind. So what has happened in the last few weeks has transformed the entire global security situation and new thinking is going to need to be required. I mean, just look at what has happened, first of all, Germany. Germany has cast aside 70 years of pacifism and has made a commitment now to rearm. Germany will go back to its Prussian military roots and become a massive military power over the next 10 years. Japan, Abe, the former distinguished prime minister, has put aside Hiroshima and Nagasaki and suggested that Japan station nuclear weapons on its own sovereign territory and end encourage the Americans to end the strategic doctrine of strategic ambiguity with respect to Taiwan. These are revolutionary shifts. So, of course, this washes onto the shores of Australia and New Zealand. I am, um, I mean, this is un, uh, unprecedented. Mm. So we need to think outside the square. I think the government's done the right thing by responding in a very low-key way to NATO at the moment in terms of giving, I think, $5 million of non-lethal assistance to the defence of Ukraine and the foreign minister participating in a virtual meeting of NATO. We need to work lockstep with the Australians on this because the security of our two countries is indivisible. But basically what I'd say, Andrew, is that the peace dividend that we lived in a few terrible regional wars aside for the last 70 years, that's gone. Mm. Security is going to the top of the political agenda. New thinking will be required, including in New Zealand. So we should keep an open mind. So that's the framework. Now, with respect to the Solomons, um, I think uh, the Australian and New Zealand governments are doing exactly the right thing by maintaining a very intense dialogue with the government there. But I also think it's very important to keep close to the Chinese. I am mm. not ready to jettison the idea that China can be a constructive partner. I think their position on the Ukraine that Stoltenberg criticised um, is evolving in a better direction. And I wouldn't even discount the possibility, Andrew, that countries like us could end up actually pleased that the Chinese maintained a little bit of space and did not join the Western course 
initially on the Ukraine, because if there is to be a negotiated peace, it'll need to be enforced. And China might well be in a place to do that. So I'm not predicting this as a benign response. I'm just saying this is unprecedented. We need to keep our options open. We need to explore it. Tim, uh, this is obviously a, a very complex subject. We could talk for hours about this. I want to ask you yeah. one, one question, though. All of a sudden, NATO is now involved with uh, Pacific Ocean affairs, South China Seas affairs, because they've said they're going to come and support Australia and New Zealand. Suddenly, China sees NATO actually being involved in the whole thing. Could there be some retaliation from China towards Australia and New Zealand for getting NATO involved? Well, there's already retaliation against Australia right across the economic front going on with barley, wheat and a whole series of other actions to do with Australia's um, obviously tougher um, political response uh, over the past year. So that's not a new development. Look, I don't think we should jump to conclusions here. We're not being asked to join NATO. Mm. NATO is not coming to the defence of the Solomons or Australia and New Zealand. What it's doing is saying, let's realise that we have a values-driven agenda here. We're on the same page as you, Australia and New Zealand are, and I think that's 100% correct. So Mm. we're not about to join a military alliance in the Pacific to do with NATO, but, but there may well be sensible things that we can do politically with them.